Welcome to the E-Commerce Marketing Society podcast, a podcast for women who want to grow their online store or e-commerce brand by improving their marketing. I'm your host, Lisa Byrne, an e-commerce marketing coach for women with 20 years of marketing experience under my belt. I help women increase sales and decrease stress by helping them focus on the right things instead of doing all the things. As well as hearing from me, I gather my favorite women in e-commerce to share their stories of growth and expertise because we all know it takes a village to grow a successful business. Welcome to the society. Let's get focused and have some fun. Hello and welcome to episode three of the e-commerce marketing society podcast. I'm Lisa Byrne and happy new year. I hope you've enjoyed or are still enjoying some much deserved rest with your family and friends. I'm recording this in the first week of January and I don't know about you, but I'm well and truly to ready to get back into days that don't involve wine and chocolate on repeat. So this episode, I'm going to talk through my top five marketing predictions for 2021. I'm going to throw in at the end my must-do marketing tips as well, but uh, that's an, a new episode that I'll do separately. So this episode is all about, yeah, what I think is going to be coming down the line for us and where we potentially need to be focusing our energy on, <clears throat> excuse me, in more with more emphasis this year. So in 2020, thanks to COVID, we saw such extreme growth in e-commerce. Buying behaviors changed literally overnight, and I truly believe there's no going back. I think the demand for fast and easy, simple online shopping is stronger than ever before, and people you know, expect it. From here, our industry is only going to get bigger and better. So if you have a great product, a clear message, and strategic marketing, the future is bright. And if you want to be on the front foot of your marketing and new trends, then this episode is for you. So there's a whole bunch of things I could have talked about today and I and I could talk about today, but uh, this is not a definitive list, nor is it a list of things that you need to rush out and do now. I want you to keep these things top of mind and on your radar because every difference, every business is different and you need to implement the right strategies at the right time for your business. So don't fret if you feel um, that you're not doing any of these. You know, there's always time to get planned uh, and strategic, and there's always time to start something new. So let's get stuck into number one. Video, video, video. Okay. <laughs> it's always at the top of pretty much any list or any recommendation I make for my client. It's not going anywhere, guys. And it will not only become more and more important to the effect, to the effectiveness of your marketing, but also to your website. I truly think that we'll see, uh, video starting to, you know, appear in product pages, in product image galleries and replace or complement still images. You know, it just makes sense. Um, video has such more, you know, ability to show us how a product works, how it looks, how it feels, what it does, um, you know, how you wash it, how you wear it, how you use it, its features and its benefits. So I think we're going to see more brands using uh, video, not only on their social media, but on their website, on their online stores. In particular, as I mentioned, their product pages in the product gallery, but also on their about pages and on their product reviews. And homepage, if you can get it on your homepage and it doesn't uh, slow your site down too much. 
it's just so, video is just so much more superior when it comes to being able to sell a product. This year, we have really seen it um, come about in fashion. Video is simply expected from that customer at the moment. If they can't see how a dress sits or flows, for example, or what it looks like and what it sits like on a particular body shape, that customer will scroll on or it will seek out a different brand that will show it that content. It's like the good old infomercial, you know, the one with the mop or the vacuum with the vacuum cleaner that holds up the bowling ball. So these are simply just product demonstrations. It's not a new concept. It's it's not a new thing. It's we've just got a new way of doing it. And that is, you know, creating short form video for our social media, even our email campaigns and and I think more this year on our website. If you can see the product in action, you're going to believe it and you're going to uh, have more trust in, in what it can do. And that means a sale, trust equals sales. So if you've listened to my last podcast, um, talking to Anna from Lunchbox Mini, she has built a thriving online store thanks to her product videos and her product demonstrations. If you don't have video of your products in action on your social, so if, you, if you're showing your video in no way, then I highly recommend it's time to make it a priority. And it doesn't have to be simple. I mean, sorry, it doesn't have to be complicated or expensive or even require a professional. You can do it yourself. The simplest solution is just to get in front of your iPhone, you know, set it up in the corner in a, on a windowsill, you know, buy yourself a cheap light stand uh, from Kmart, the $39. I got one for Christmas and it's really good actually. And you're away. So we can't really fall back on those excuses anymore that you don't have the equipment, you don't have the right iPhone, you you know don't know what to say, you don't um, think anyone is interested. I'm here to tell you now, you have everything you need in order to get started on video today. So Anna from Lunchbox Mini, she started doing her videos in her kitchen not that long ago, you know, with her iPhone resting inside the toaster. And it was unplugged, don't worry. I did check when she told me that, but I thought that was hilarious. So the key takeaway today is don't don't get stuck in your own head about it. Um, you know, embrace it. It's not going anywhere. It will help you sell more products more easily. And it's super cheap. You know, what's there's there's no price picking up your iPhone, um, doing a live, doing an IGTV or pre-recording something and walking through, you know, why you love it, why you made it, why you stock it, um, who it's perfect for, what the features are, how you use it. Um, you know, if, if this actually a really good tip that I um, mentioned somewhere today, I think I was writing something today, think about who, what, where, why and how if you're ever stuck um, for content ideas. And it's perfect for video, really. Okay, so that's number one, video, video, video. Number two is SMS marketing. So this one might surprise you as it's not very common here in Australia. It's rarely used by brands, but it's gaining serious traction in the US. And I predict more brands will start connecting and selling directly to their customers via SMS this year. Now, I shop online a lot, like a lot, a lot, (laughs) and I think 
in in all my shopping over the past few years, only three or so brands have contacted me via SMS. And to be honest, it did feel kind of intrusive, um, but I still opened it and I read it. I think the messages were for a sale, either from a fashion brand and another one was from an electronics brand. And, you know, it's it's something that will, for Australians at least, you know, we fiercely protect um, our privacy. Um, email, we're still feeling funny about that. I know a lot of people out there, a lot of business owners have some mindset around, you know, worried that they're going to spam their customers and, and that's just not the case, but I'm not not going to talk about that today. Um, so yeah, the, it, there is going to be an element of getting your head around using SMS um, because it is so new. And But in the coming years and, and this year in particular, I truly think that more brands will adopt it because of its effectiveness for e-commerce. So some scenarios that you could use SMS would be, um, you know, replenishment reminders. So for example, you're almost out of moisturizer. Would you like to order another one for 15% off? You know, click here or visit this, you know, unique link. Or it could be restock alerts. We've just restocked that dress that you've been waiting on, you know, click here uh, to buy straight away or whatever, what have you. So the key here as always, is ensuring that the messages are relevant and timely and you're being compliant. You have to have specific permission to allow you to contact your customers via SMS. So if you are set up with Omnisend and Clavio for your email marketing, you can get, you can use those platforms for SMS too. However, there is a lot of things that you need to do before you can just start messaging your customers. So that's a, a different episode altogether, but I will leave you with some statistics to kind of get you a bit excited about this. So 5 billion people in the world can receive SMS messages. SMS messages have a 90, 98% open rate. So to give you the, some context, an average email campaign might be around 20% open rate. 90% of SMS messages are read within three minutes. So it's really, um, you know, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Timely. It's really dynamic. It's really fast. 75% of consumers are okay with receiving an SMS message from brands if they have opted in. So those stats are pretty impressive and something to think about for your year moving forward. You may already have be collecting um, mobile numbers from your customers or you may start wanting to do that. Um, so have a look at your email service provider like Omnisend or Clavio, um, or you can go do with a standalone third-party SMS um, app provider. So um, number three, and this is a long one uh, with a bit of background to it. So strengthening your owned and organic marketing channels. So in the past few years, especially the past 12 months, Facebook ads have been a huge focus for many e-commerce business owners, big and small. They've played a vital role in the, in, in the growth of the businesses. So when done right, Facebook ads are insanely effective. And if you've seen the, the ability, you, you probably, like me, get quite addicted to it. And it's, it's a thrill, right? You know, you put $20 in into a campaign, you could get thousands and thousands of dollars, thousands and thousands of dollars back. 
But if you have also followed me for a while, you'll know that I'm a big fan of ensuring that you don't have all your eggs in a very expensive and very unpredictable Facebook ads basket. You don't own it, you don't control it, and you never know what changes are coming down the line, which couldn't be more relevant than right now. So it's early January, and if you haven't heard already, there is a bust-up happening between Apple and Facebook. So as a side note, if you rely on Facebook ads in your business, there are a few things that you need to do, and I'll put a link in the show notes um, to some resources there. So with this douche between the mega players comes massive uncertainty around Facebook ads. They could become more unpredictable, less effective, more expensive, and we just don't know what is around the corner when it comes to Facebook and Instagram ads. So this year, it will be very important for e-commerce businesses to build their own and organic marketing channels. So these are the channels that you can control and aren't um, in a rented space, essentially, like advertising is. The ideal outcome with owned and organic marketing is that you're building permanent systems that continue to bring in new customers to your business um, without relying just on ads. So, for example, organic marketing is things like SEO, email marketing, social media, content marketing, partnerships and collaborations, and owned channels, as the name suggests, are the channels that you own. So, for example, your website, your email list, your SMS list, your social media channels to a certain degree, um, because they're still owned by Zuckerberg, and content assets like the videos that you've created or the blog posts that you've written or the, you know, downloadables, things like that. So my question to you is, what would happen to your business if you could no longer advertise on Facebook? Would it remain the same? Would it take a dive? Uh, you know, would could you still exist? <laughs> now, I'm not saying that this is going to happen, but I will say that it's something to think about. And we do know that Facebook ads are going to be incredibly impacted um, by this this, um, I guess, war between Facebook and Apple. So my recommendation to you is to look at where your traffic and your sales are coming from now. If it's heavily swayed to a paid advertising channel, then it is time to look at um, setting up systems and sales funnels that's going to bring new customers and new eyeballs and sales um, without relying on paid ads. Okay, so number four, Instagram. (laughs) So what's a marketing list if we don't talk about good old Instagram? So they certainly brought the goods for e-commerce in 2020, right? There was so many tools uh, that were released. For e-commerce brand owners, it probably felt like a marketing wonderland for some or perhaps more like a freight train. It's overwhelming. I get it. I know. But one thing is for sure, Instagram has its sites firmly set on becoming an e-commerce platform, dominating that online shopping space. You know, they literally released so many things this year and will continue to that are geared towards online store owners and e-commerce brands. So this is a um, quote from a press release that Instagram sent out in May, so around peak COVID time. 
Our goal is to make shopping seamless and empower anyone from a small business owner to a global brand to use our apps to connect with customers. So they're pretty much telling us, they're telling us that it's an important um, industry for them and they're going to be putting resources against improving the way we sell our products on Instagram. So ladies, we need to take advantage of this opportunity and embrace new It's time to build our skills and to ditch the negative mindset that some of us have around embracing these new tools. And oh, look, I'm guilty of it too. I resisted Reels for ages just because, you know, it wasn't on my personal um, priority list, but definitely for my clients. But once I taught myself it and I got my, my head around it and I started having fun with it and getting curious and creative, and seeing the results, um, look, it's it's fantastic. It's a, it really is um, their their best new tool, and I think they're only going to make it better and better as the months go on to compete with TikTok. So reels have also just become shoppable, which is even more reason to dip your toe in. They're a lot of fun, and at the moment, very very effective to get in front of more customers. So the key takeout today is skill up on Instagram, embrace its new tools and its full potential and get your butt onto reels or video in in any form on Instagram, IGTV, stories. But at the moment, the, the, the the newest baby is reels and they're really putting a lot of emphasis on that. Okay, so number five, it's It's probably one of my favorites, to be honest. Who are you? So humanizing your brand is something I have been banging on about for years because I have seen the success of this strategy over and over again for small and bigger businesses. Belonging is a basic psychological need and part of the human experience. We are wired to seek out human connection, to feel a part of a community and to build relationships. And this is, you know, essentially what marketing is all about. It's building relationships and it's building trust, both of which are crucial to an e-commerce business. The competition is strong and there is often very little differentiation between one brand to the other. So your customers are choosing who to buy from based on that level of connection and based on how you make them feel and if they know, like, and trust you. So in 2021, more more brands, I feel, will be, or I should say business owners, will be embracing and sharing their personal story um, more than ever. So we will see more brands talking about their ethos and their values and their beliefs, you know, the the change that they want to be on the world, um, you know, why they started, who they are, their family, their fears, their journey, all that kind of really human personal story stuff. So yes, this means stepping out from behind your brand, ladies. I Again, I can dedicate a whole month of, of podcasts to this topic, but I really, truly encourage you to, um, you know, get in front of your audience, take baby steps and start telling your story because it's important and it means a lot to your business and it means a lot to your audience and there are people out there just waiting to hear your story. I, I promise you this, I've seen it so many times. So 
they are my top five. I could have quite a few more in there, but uh, that's enough for today. And I also want to leave you with my three must-do. So a bit of a sneak peek into another episode I'm coming. So I'm going to be doing um, a must, my three marketing must-dos um, for any business this year. So these were predictions, and these are my these are my must-dos. So foundations, getting clear and strong foundations. And by that, I mean your message, your audience, your website, and your brand. I want you to be also focusing on email marketing. And uh, as I mentioned today, organic marketing is super important too, because we just never know what's going to be happening to those paid ad platforms. So that is it for today. I hope you enjoyed that and I hope you took away some great value. If you did, please subscribe and or rate, um, give me a review or whatever it's called <laughs> on iTunes. And yeah, share with your biz friends. I'm going to be showing up every week and basically taking you through everything that I think is important for an e-commerce brand owner or an online store owner in today's uh, environment and I can't wait to get to know you more. Okay, take it easy. Bye. Thanks for joining us this week on the e-commerce marketing society podcast. Make sure you hit subscribe so you don't miss out on any future apps. If you found value in today, I would be forever grateful for a rating on iTunes, or if you just tell your biz friends about the podcast, that would be great too. If you'd like to learn more about me and my one-on-one six month coaching program strategy to sales, head over to my website, www.lisaburn.com.au and be sure to tune in next week for more marketing goodness with lots of love and lots of sales. I'll see you next week.